First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos, Trasvoita, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, episode 91 of the Two Beers Podcast, the pot of the everyman. We're ready to stir up the crowd. I'm Jordan here with Drew. Drew, how you doing this week? Got bad news, Jordan. Got bad news. What's that? What's in your sippy cup this week? Listen, uh, uh, we'll get to that. I know, I know we kind of just started, we put this thing together. We came together a year and a half, two years ago, give or take. Uh, it's just not working out for me. It's harder than I thought it would be. Um, I'm going to take my talents and go to a ready-made podcast of my what? choosing. I'm, I'm heading out. I'm just heading out of town. Isn't that, isn't that what people do now? They just, when the going gets tough, they just get going? Uh, well, see, the thing about that is um, I, I kind of have my own stuff going on, so I'm actually not going to show up for the podcast just like on a consistent basis. I still want you to pay me my shares of, you of just, the LLC. You just, you just need some time. Need some time just, away. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, you know, I, I. This is about me and and kind of my my social stance that I need to take. NASCAR got canceled for a weekend, so now you just need a two week vacation from the pod. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. I love it. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. Brilliant. Brilliant. I'm gonna. Brilliant. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back trying to talk all British, as we get ready for. The battle on the battle on the rage on the sea, battle of the dunes, whatever they're calling it. I'm just gonna brilliant kettle of fish. I'm just gonna get back to that. Those were happier times. I was gonna say because we still need to get to season five and six of Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders, yeah, we do. Oh Lord, we do. God, we gotta stop putting that off. And now Saul's coming back. Jeez, where, when, where are we? When Saul coming back? Monday, bro. Monday. Oh, God. Monday. Right. It all goes all right. down. All right. Well, oh, we got to talk about. Oh, we're talking about man. Our 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 beard too is going to be so impromptu. Oh, oh this we can't we good. can't we can't not cover Saul now. Jesus. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we're going to be all over the place in beer one. So let's let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute. Three, two, one. Um, I have. So I promised everyone, all you IPA haters, I promised IPAs this week, but I'm not going to lie, I was up in the beer store and um, nothing really jumped out at me, so I did end up with a L-U-L-L by Dancing Gnome, lull, and it is a New Zealand Pale Ale, 5%, so just, it's a pint, but you know, a little, little percentage, let's give it a whirl, hold on. Okay. Um, okay. I gotta start pouring these in glasses. Because I, all I taste is the damn can. Eh, whatever. He, this guy hates cans! He's shooting these cans! What are you, what are you drinking, Drew? Uh, I'm still a little, uh, under the weather, so I'm, uh, I'm drinking a, uh, a ginger ale here today. You? Still, still marrying it up. I know. I know. Bitch. You know, that, that, that jerk-off that got me sick, I just, you know killing me yeah 
That guy probably had a set of balls and probably got he over probably, it. He probably did, but I can't breathe. I'm getting out of shape by just sitting around all day. It's just it's bad. I'm at a goodness great. I'm at a I'm at a dark place. Maybe 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 Vecna's maybe the chimes are just in my head. Maybe that's what's happening. Boo. Maybe none of this is real. Boo. Um Four so, Chimes. Alright, so last week uh Chatras <laughs> Oh, what a throwback. That's maybe, a missed uh, that's a missed opportunity. So the uh, the sippy cup reference was obviously a two and a half men reference from last week. So I'm starting this off a little bit differently. And we all we've been saying we need to talk more about two and a half men. I have a two and a half men episode, so we're going off script. Oh yes, what do we got? I watched a great one tonight. Drew, pick a random Berta moment or line <sighs> that was just so freaking hilarious. Not your best or top, just one that pops into your head. Uh, oh, uh, easy. Um, the episode where Chris O'Donnell guest stars as Charlie's ex-girlfriend that had a sex change, and Berta, Berta goes, she goes, she sees a mess on the floor and sees a picture of her of him as a woman. And goes, ah, Jill the slob, and then looks at looks at him in the kitchen and goes, oh my god, and then goes, hey Charlie, anything new happening in your world? Meet an old flame with a new wick. <laughs> Maybe maybe my all-time favorite bird scene. (laughs) See, I don't know. See a movie, meet a friend, or I forgot. I forget exactly how it went, but it was like did this, see a good movie, catch up with an old friend with a new wick. Oh, that's classic. And then he sleeps with Charlie's mom. Oh, that's right. That's a That's a great one. Do you remember the actress's name? Ugh. I don't. Do you? No, I feel like it was passed. something. Um, she passed a couple couple years ago. Yeah, hold on, let me get it real quick. Uh, Go ahead. We we can't just we can't yeah. Conchata Feral. I knew it was something. Conchata. Like, yeah, something crazy. Conchata Feral. Uh, good old Connie. Yeah. All what's, right. What's 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 a random good two and a half minute episode, Jo? Um. Uh random good two and a half men episode um i always like the one where um he's taking da- jake to dance oh with, with mia yeah, yeah yeah that was a good one yeah yeah random one i saw today that's a sleeper when uh when charlie meets alan's uh receptionist yeah that was a good one and then yeah. beds her that's al I, that that's one of john crier's like best episodes uh oh charlie he's just so great yep he's a treasure <laughs> what do you you need to think of the store uh, i don't know maybe uh maybe buy a gun rent a bullet <laughs> so oh, i think this no. could really go somewhere great hope it works out <laughs> oh man <laughs> so good such a good episode there's there's so many but well, anyway um good talk good talk for the good, good to have talk for the day though yeah yeah good stuff we'll we'll, we'll start doing that um, all right, so get into boxing. Um, we're, we're not into the heavy stuff uh, quite yet, but we got a little interesting weekend coming up. But just real quick, last week, as I mentioned, Breedis Op- versus Opatia. Um, Opatia upset him in Australia. Um, so, you know, they lose Kambosis' belt. Australia gains Opatia's belt at cruiserweight. You know, he vaults up to number five in the ESPN rankings in that division. People like him. Okay, 
like whatever. Uh, the only cool. cruiserweight I care about is Okoli. I think that dude's cool, but other than that, is that, I don't is care. that the Zones guy? I forget what outfit he's out of, but he's just like. Is he British? He's just. Uh, I I don't know. You're asking me questions. Okay. I don't know. All I right. just like Okoli. Never, never mind. He just looks cool, and he's just a badass. He's ESPN has him as number two right now. Okay. Um. Okay. So, in my mind, the big match of the weekend, which I actually am interested in, I'm going to try and watch it live, uh, Magseo versus Ray Vargas, um, 126. This is the guy that, Magseo, that took Gary Russell's belt. Um, Drew, have you, did you do much research on this fight? Uh, I did not. Okay, so Ray Vargas is 31-0, Magseo is undefeated. Um, again, I... I don't really necessarily care about either one of these boxers. Mexico, Mexican, uh, Ray Vargas, the Mexican, versus Magseo, the um, Filipino. Um, so it's going to be typical. Both guys have a lot of offense, not a lot of defense. Um, I think there might be a knockdown in this fight, but I don't think there's going to be a knockout. Um, yeah, I saw I saw a lot of people are picking Masada to lose just because he struggled with Russell's jab with one arm. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to go with it, yeah. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to step on no, your toes. No, 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 it's cool. I, a lot of people really like Meg Sayo, Um And quite frankly, it's a 50-50 fight. It is... Um, the odds are... Uh, Meg Sayo minus 110 and Vargas minus 115. So they're both in the minuses. Um, the over is 10.5 with a minus 360. Um, and it, they're both uh, f- mo- very much most likely to go to the cards. Um, so I, uh, by that I mean Vargas is plus 160 on the cards and Meg Sayo is plus 190 to win on the cards. Uh, yeah, I'm going Vargas on the cards, um, and he might score a knockdown on Meg Sayo. I just think Meg, Say- Meg Sayo struggled against a one-armed I didn't struggle but like a one-armed Gary Russell looked kind of decent against him um and you just kind of wonder like okay like if Gary Russell had both of his arms would Mexayo even be here and I kind of get the vibes of like Ugas going up against Spence like okay like Ugas was thrown in there last minute against a like a 40,000 year old Pacquiao and then when he had to fight Spence like not that Ray Vargas is like the measuring stick at this, because really when we talk about 126, it all revolves around our boy Neverate anyway. Um, so I'm thinking that we will get Ray Vargas uh, to win, and that really that's just setting up the inevitable. Uh, which, by the way, Vargas Varg- uh, Vargas is not ranked in the top ten, and Magseo is like fourth or something per ESPN in this division. Hmm. But, um, you know, it's all it's all about never. I'll tell you, at one twenty six, in my opinion. Yes, sir. What uh, would you, do you have any thoughts on it? No, no. I'll, I'll, well, I mean, we'll <clears throat> we'll get a better idea of how good Messiah is in uh, you know, in this fight. Obviously, yeah. You know, exactly. Gary Gary Russell was supposed to be the real test, but you know, given the injury, there wasn't much much left to be desired with that fight. It would have been disappointing if he uh, if he didn't win. So yeah, and that's on Showtime. Um, yes. Yep. 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 And the other fight that's kind of interesting, and I'm assuming it'll be a little bit earlier in the day on DAZN, is Trezora versus yes, Pulev. Yes, Pulev. 
Yeah, Zora. No, like, I don't. I just like saying his name, Pulev. Pulev is like Pulev. Again, he's like forty nine years old. I'm. He's actually like forty two. Um, like, and Chizora is thirty two and twelve. His record, and Chizora is old too. But like, here we. Are. It's a headliner in London. O- okay, I don't know. Like, whatever. It's just uh, whatever. It's a. It's a. They. You need. It's a. Hey, we it's need. A yeah, because I I, 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 like Chizora. Like I, he's whatever. He's just this almost forty-year-old guy that just, just keeps like, just. He, he just he's going. he yeah. he's a forty-year-old heavyweight that's more active than like twenty-three-year-old the twenty-three-year-old stars. So yeah, that's true. I just I just like it. Like, like I was I, thinking about that. Like we, when's the last time we saw uh, Frank Sanchez and Ajogbe? Like yeah, what are they doing? Yeah, like, or I, even Big Baby. Much? Big Baby hasn't fought since December. I mean, I know he's about to fight here in a few weeks, but like Chizora Chizora fought. Um, this is Chisora's fifth fight yeah. in the last two years. Yeah, I mean, at least he's active. Now, he, has, he hasn't he hasn't won in two years. Listen, but. he's active. He'll fight anybody, and like he's gonna he he's just gonna throw haymakers. So like you know, haymaker I'll, city. He might knock Pulev out. So Pulev is minus two sixty, and Chisora is plus one ninety five. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd probably Pulev is still waiting for that. Uh, what do you call it? Um, you know, these guys fought like. Uh, that triller, that that triller money paycheck to come in. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Chizor has fought pretty much everybody at least once at this point. Yeah, yeah. Pulev beat him by split decision back when. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll say Chizor wins by knockout, but yeah, you know, that, that would be great. If it there's not there's not much break. Yeah, you know, there's not much. Uh, Chizor hasn't won in a while though, so like who knows? Yeah. yeah. I agree. He's just he'll he'll make competitive. But I mean, again, where where you don't have a lot of these heavyweights like actually being active, like I'd rather like maybe 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 Ruiz, maybe he'll fight an Andy Ruiz. Ruiz fights more than like twice every seven years, you know? Yeah, yeah. So That's you know, we need we one. need we need more we need more exciting heavyweight boxing. Like we can't just be dependent on Tyson Fury fighting, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. We need we need more of it. I and I'll give Usyk and Joshua a pass because of the war. Obviously, that held everything up, but. You know, like while like all like none of these guys are fighting. Like, come on. Yep, it's annoying. So, um, okay, just to round out the weekend, Frank Martin at one thirty-five. People are in love with this guy. Um, he's minus fourteen hundred fighting somebody. Uh, and then Brandon Figueroa, who is coming off a loss against your boy, Fulton. Uh, yeah, yeah. Figs. So Brandon Figueroa is minus seven hundred. He's the undercard uh, for uh from. Masai, whatever, right? Masai, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't quote, don't quote us on that, but I believe so. They're both but anyway. Out. Maybe it's a co-main. So um, and then Gar, Gar Garcia, I like for. It's really funny for as. Uh, that's uh, not this week. That's no. I was gonna say for as much as people want to act like him and Tank are from a interest standpoint on like level footing, I like no one's even talking about it. Like I felt, I felt like Tank Rally was talked about for like a month leading into it. Like I, like even on Twitter, like I, I don't, I don't see shit. The only, the only Ryan Garcia story is him saying that Triple G is going to beat Canelo, and like Canelo just saying, yeah, he's just being a baby. Ryan Garcia. Uh, I'm just saying, like it, it's interesting to I'm gonna, me. I'm gonna have big things to say. Next I week. always, I always find it interesting where guys, because uh, a lot of guys we follow always talk about how you know Spence is this big draw and the marketing, this and that. Like I. I don't know. I don't. I don't see much more marketing on like Fox than ESPN for a lot of like they actually. They, you know, they they may put on a better production overall than ESPN, but I find that aspect of like what people think on Twitter, the perception of these guys is versus like what I 
like the traction that I'm seeing. Like I'm seeing nothing about this Ryan Garcia fight at all. Yeah. So, and like this, and and this guy is way better than fucking Raleigh. <laughs> like yeah. he just is. So it's anyway. Sorry, I just had to get that out. I just thought it was. Yeah, cool. I was like, wait, is Garcia fighting next week? Yes, yes, he is. Yep. So, um, what what else? Uh, any other anything else in boxing? Boxing, um, uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, there's some there's some fun fighters i don't know how many of these i'm gonna catch live but i'll definitely go back and watch the replays of them before next podcast so yeah um, i don't know how many live cards we're gonna have maybe maybe meg sayo um yeah maybe we'll see nba summer league's definitely gonna take priority over that gotcha well speaking of which let's get let's get into the nba um, oh yay miles Powell so, for two. Oh, he's playing it's on the sixers yeah nice yeah man um so many Free agent contracts, free agent signings, and trades. I'm just going to, again, open gym, turn the lights on, roll you the rock. Where where do you want to take this? I'd say probably what? The biggest trade was probably friggin' Beanstalk Man up to Minnesota. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, let's talk about that before the Brooklyn Queens. Um, Was that insensitive? I don't care. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, five first-round picks for Rudy Gobert. Is fucking insane. That's insane. <laughs> like it's just pure insanity. Like, not regardless if if, if regardless is if I like the move or not for Minnesota, it, it's absurd. Like five first round picks for Rudy Gobert. For like who who in this league would actually be worth five first round picks? Kevin Durant. I not not at this age. Ah. Uh, the only hesitation that I would have is that he's a grumpy boy and could easily tell he's me grumpy to... and jump ship twice Fair in enough. a row. Now. All right. Fair enough. Um, Maybe three times in a row if you count Oklahoma, but it, like, Giannis. I... Yeah. Okay. Giannis, Giannis easily. Yep. Uh, I'd still probably even at this advanced, even at 34, I'd probably still say Curry. I might give up five. Maybe. Uh, Yeah, it's nuts. And like, and you know, I mean, listen, Flarvar, Barfar, Barf, Groff, Grofferla, Vortex. I get all these advanced stats, but what's funny is, me and our buddy Mikey, we were talking about the Gobert thing, and he had mentioned, you know, if you really, we talk about how in the playoffs he gets put on, you know, Gobert Island by wings, and teams go small and play him off the court, and he had brought up, he's like, yeah, somebody did the numbers, and if you look at it. If you look at the stats, he's actually not that bad on the perimeter, except, you know, when he's playing guys like Kawhi, Curry, Hart. Like, he named off, like, six guys. He's like, and let me, what are most people's chances of stopping those guys? And, but, so my, my, my response to that is, okay, everyone you just named is who he's going to be playing, in, playing the play- in the playoffs. In the playoffs. And he's supposed to be the greatest defensive player of all time. Like, if anybody should be able to handle that, it's him. Actually, Jokic is as per this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's why that would be my counter to that. It's like, yeah, but you're going to be playing all those guys in the playoffs. So like, if you're paying him forty five million dollars, or I, I don't know what his actual cap it is, but it's it's a big. It's like a th- it's over thirty million. I'm pretty sure it's his cap it. He can't create his own offense at all, unless it's some secret thing that he's just like holding back on the world. Can't create his own offense, so he's completely dependent on uh, a, a playmaker to get to to get him get him points. And defensively, he's good in the regular season, but then when teams start headhunting in the postseason, he's tar- like he's he's not that effective, and you have to take him out of the games. So you effectively, and he's not a great free throw shooter. So this guy you just traded five first round draft picks for 
can't get your crunch time baskets unless someone turns into an incredible playmaker for you or and defensively he actually may hurt you like some of the other guys like a towns it's it's insanity listen i I, okay cool like for minnesota i don't know i guess you have nothing to lose because like making just making the playoffs is a win for your fan base it's a stretch um on the jazz side like they're basically saying oh we're you know we're invested in building around donovan mitchell okay uh i mean you traded you traded gobert which okay like you 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 wanted to split them up they don't like each other from what some people say i am not when i'm i believe they don't like each other um but you also let joe ingles go you traded away royce o'neill for a first round pick like i i just don't see how that's them saying okay we're gonna you know we're gonna build around mitchell now without really getting any established players in any of these deals. So, interesting. Uh, I'll be curious to see how it plays out. D'Angelo Russell, will they will try to move heaven and earth to move him, uh, Minnesota. We'll see if it happens. It's funny, though, Pat Bev, it, Pat Beverly was the walking meme of, like, him crying and celebrating winning the playing game. And as soon as they could, they, <laughs> they shipped his ass out. So, yeah, they paid him, paid. though. Rudy Gobert's uh, salary is 38.1 this year. <laughs> Man. 40 41 next year 43.8 and then peaks out at 46.6 man it's a lot of money um and that we'll see how i'll be that him and towns can fit together because towns would rather be shooting perimeter shots anyway and to me that's a detriment because i i if if i'm in minnesota my summer goal is to force his ass to be able to play close to the basket um yeah i was thinking more about that and i think that it won't be as I think the spacing might work <coughs> a little bit because yeah no I think spacing would be fine. Well, to your point, one a lot of times towns will get pushed out of the lane. Um. Uh, okay, sorry, I'm, I'm, I gotta no I, I'm, my thoughts. Let my th- a lot of times he'll get pushed out of the lane. Gobert will do the pick and roll and be the rim runner. Or what I think they might, what they could do is do a high pick and roll with Towns, have Gobert in the dunker spot, and then the ball handler Anthony Edwards can either pull up, take it to the rack, lob it to the dunker, dunker, or kick it back out to Towns for the pick and pop. Yeah, I, 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 so I think it's going to be dynamic. Like I think it's actually going to work offensively to be fairly dynamic, but. Yeah, I don't disagree. At the same time, it does have the potential to clog the lane a lot for both of the big guys. Yeah, I'm and, just saying. I It still is a problem defensively because even if Gobert now is in the lane, now you're asking Towns to guard like a wing. Or which, stretch fours or whatever you got to yeah, do. Like, yeah, and that's not his strength either. So, yeah. Like yeah, I, I just, I just, I just, gain, I just, my, my I biggest you are giving Anthony Edwards something on offense, but defensively, Either Gobert or Towns are going to be asked to do something that they're not great at defensively. Yeah, and I, I'm just saying my my biggest pet peeve with Towns is that he's just not he's not committed to being an absolute unstoppable monster around the basket that he can be. And I think by bringing in by bringing in yeah, that go for, you're ina- you you are enabling him not to to continue not to do that. That's kind of yeah. my that's my my issue with the offense. But I agree everything you just said offensively. I agree with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just my personal preference. Like with Joel, like I love Joel, but I fucking want the guy. He's seven foot two and can't be stopped when he's five feet from the basket. 
get the ball five feet from the effing basket. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Uh, so you want to go to the sad boys in Brooklyn? No, it's uh, – oh, God, my phone's – I just – I had up Woj's page to talk some other stuff. Um, we'll talk about them last. Uh, but the Knicks got their man. They signed Jalen Brunson, $30 million a year. That's fun. First non, <laughs> non-all-star ever to sign a hundred million contract. Good for him, man. Good for him. Um, hopefully the Knicks have a plan. <laughs> I, I I don't even know. Um, Warrior, I, I like the Warrior sign, DiVincenzo. I like that. That's a good signing yeah, for them. Um, the Warriors lose Gary Payton, uh, which I think is a big loss for them just because – like when you're when you're when you're a taxpayer, like he did a lot of little things. Yeah, yeah. Like he, I mean, he, he he changed the finals for them. I mean, Steph obviously going berserk in Game Four, but like when they when they brought him back in Game Two, like he just kind of completely changed the flow of like things they were able to do on both ends of the floor. Um, and you know, people will be like, ah, oh, you know, oh, what's it matter? They got these guys. Like, yeah, but like when you're a taxpayer, like you can only like you can only resign guys you already have under contract like they can't replace gary payton with like a number because they're already over the tack the cap and they're in the tack so it's that's uh, why they got Divincenzo. yeah but they did they did re-sign looney who's you know god i love him um the big ragu i think that was big i gotta say though boston just man dangerous now they had they get gal they they're they get gallinari off a buyout um he was traded to the spurs as part of the Dejunta murray uh trade last week he's headed to boston and then they get they get malcolm brogdon they get the they get the pure point guard yeah that they needed that they for needed. for a fucking bag of balls uh a first round pick and a Five bunch of trash first round picks uh, no actually no. insane like i mean listen now this guy's got a huge injury history so you know is there a chance it might not work out sure but they didn't give out any they didn't give up any core players that just went to the NBA Finals to get them, which is, and they didn't use any of their seventeen million dollar trade exception, so they can still add more. It's wild that huge win. Yeah, I think they, you know, I think they win. They definitely won. So far, have won free agency. Uh, the Kings. I I kind of like what the Kings did. They signed Monk, Malik Monk, uh, and then they traded for Kevin Herter. For nothing, yeah. they got Herder for nothing. First future, first rounder. Um, so I mean, now they got they got Fox, Herder, Monk, uh, Sabonis, um, Keegan Murray's been absolutely killing it. So if you listen to the podcast last week, like I said, like from a fit perspective, I I was fine with the pick. I just think they could have got Keegan Murray and additional assets had they traded down uh, in that spot. But I kind of like, I, you know, I think like for them, I think Monk's good scoring off the. Off the bench, Herter. I think Herter solid. Like you know, he sucks defensively, but I mean, he can stabilize all the offense a little bit um, from from a, a spacing perspective. You know, may, maybe they make the play. And again, that's that's a win for that franchise if they make the friggin' play. And um, in Sabonis, we trust. Yeah, exactly. A lot of guys just kind of re- a lot of guys just resigned. Um, my hopes Sabon- and dreams of Sabonis is my Dalvin. <laughs> Yeah, my hopes and dreams of the Sixers getting uh, signing Lou Dort went down the shithole when he signed for ninety million dollars. I couldn't believe I, I couldn't believe that. that was the number. 
Uh, and again, OKC is in complete rebuild mode, so they got to spend they got to spend the money anyway to hit the floor, and they got a bunch of rookies. But that even blew me away. Uh, and the biggest loser, uh, just the Magic. They just are so poor. They resign they they resigned Gary. Suck. They re-signed Gary Harris and Mo Bamba. Two guys. Like, I was so happy that Mo Bamba was going to be an unrestricted free agent so he could sign to a different team to see if he's actually good or not. And then they, they, they just spent $50 million on two guys that aren't starters and barely they barely want to play. So I don't I don't know, man. That that makes no sense to me at all. So they're my, my biggest loser. Knicks are... The Knicks are hard. Like they're kind of a close second to me, just because they moved heaven and earth to get Jalen Brunson, and I just, I don't get it. Um, like for them. Um, how about Bucks? I, the bu- how, Bucks, Bucks, I, Bucks are good. I mean, the Bucks brought back. Uh, they signed Bobby Joe Ingles Pope. and brought back Portis. So yeah. you know, it's good. Yeah, I mean Ingles probably takes up. Mamu's minutes, but that's yeah. Well, he won't be he won't be back until January, February anyway, because of the ACL ACL tear. Oh, good call. So, but I mean, again, that's a guy that's like that's almost insurance is if you have like a Chris Middleton injury again, because nobody could really replace what Middleton did for them. And Ingles isn't as good as Chris Middleton, but you know he can play make good three point shooter, decent defender. So I kind of feel, you know what I mean, like that kind of fills a void that instead of instead of just like crossing your fingers that Grayson Allen or um, Conigan can can fill that that um, that role. Now you have at least an established playoff guy that can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just looking. How, I'm just how scrolling. Is, how is Zion in his third year <laughs> eligible for a extension? Is it his third year? I think he's going into his fourth. You can uh, sign maybe. the rookie. You can sign the rookie extension entering your fourth season, I think. Okay. But it's not mandatory until you're entering your fifth. I think that's how it works. Okay. So yeah, because remember he played. He he only played like twenty games his rookie se- rookie year, right. maybe more than that. No, it was like played all, yeah. and then it was sixty something, like sixty one, and then it was zero, and then zero. Yeah, so this is year four. So it just feels like this is his third year because he might play a game. Well, so. I didn't know you. I didn't know after three years you could sign an extension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you can sign like... you can sign early. <clears throat> okay. Um, your boy got a, your boy got a lot of money. I was pretty shocked by uh, Detroit giving Bagley three years guaranteed, forty million or almost forty million dollars. Uh, yeah, I do love that guy. That was pretty surprising. I I thought they'd resign him. But Detroit, like... they they're like they're my other one. I keep they they got some pieces. They might man. be. They're gonna be. They're gonna be a sneaky league pass too. I might. I might get. I, I might get league pass back now that the Simmons situation resolved itself. Uh, next year, Detroit might be my sneak. I love Cade, and you know, again, nobody owns more stock on Sadiq Bay Island than me. So they may be my sneaky league pass team next year. Too bad their division's trash. You gotta watch a lot of Cavs, Ugh, Pacers, gross. Yeah, and the Pacers don't even have Sabonis or Brogdon anymore. Nope. What are you going to do? Watch Miles Turner out there, who's been on the trade block for (laughs) for like five years. Yeah, it's it's insane. (laughs) Like nobody wants him. It's kind of like Buddy Heald. It's like at some point, like I kind of like him, but I'm like, why doesn't anybody want these guys? Yeah. Uh, I think that's. I don't think I have any other free agent news. I think those are the. All I have to say about the free agents in general is that like these guys signing like Bradley Bill. Uh, Jokic, the biggest contract ever, etc. Yeah, these guys getting. <coughs> Man, all right, you got you got a. Sorry, you, you all right? 
I tried. Yeah, sorry. I tried to hit the mute <laughs> button. I apologize. It's my last time. I won't miss it. Uh, uh, we we need to get you healthy. You need to be drinking that ginger ale. Go ahead. Go go go. Uh, 45, 40, 45, 50 million dollars a year for some yeah. of these guys. I mean, that's absurd. A year. Bradley Bradley Beal's never been to a conference finals, and he's getting three hundred million dollars. It's it's crazy because I forget which guy it was, but like they signed for two hundred fifty million, and then it like age like thirty one or something like that. Like they're gonna hit free agency again, and like like they're gonna sign for another two hundred fifty million. And they're gonna make half a billion dollars just off of contracts. Like that's it's unbelievable. Like yeah, it really is. Like imagine, imagine if one of these guys signed an eight million, eight year, five hundred million dollar contract. Because that's basically what some of these guys are doing once they get their next contract. Yeah. Like that's, like that's just mind blowing. That's that's wild. Good for them. And they all suck. They all (laughs) suck anyway. Oh man, pretty nuts. Um, All right, so Brooklyn Nets. Grumpy boys. What a shit show. Un freaking believable. Let's 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 start with uh fucking Kyrie. So we, we touched on Kyrie last year. Um last pod. Yeah, last pod last year. Who who knows? Time's all relative, right, Kyrie? Um huh. So after 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 he mulled over his numerous Numerous sign and trade offers. Uh, he opts in, uh, and then the next day, the biggest news of the uh, July first free agency is Kevin Durant requests a trade. So we'll talk about that next. But so the Kyrie thing now, the only team that is interested in him is the Lakers, obviously because they're desperate because they want to try to rectify the opatros. They can't be the twelfth seed again. Yeah, they need. They want to run in his team. <laughs> they want to. They want to avoid the arbitrage that is the Westbrook deal. Hey, um, speaking of which, is Carmelo going to go anywhere? I. That's the only thing I was meant to say. I kind. I kind of want the Sixers to sign him. Give him a good little. Give, yeah, give him a good little punt. Give him the bench. Yeah, like yeah. offense. Like that was a big problem with them. Like they couldn't get any. Like <laughs> their bench just stunk. Like they couldn't get anyone to score. Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. he'll go. I don't think he'll go back to the lake. I don't, and I don't think the Lakers should bring him back. Like they again, just like I said last off season, like they need to focus on like more two solid two way guys. Which, yeah. eh, they haven't. I'm not. None of those signings really blow me away. Um, their free agent signings, but I like to make mellow. It was fun. It was cute. Like you know, keep that same energy. That was supposed to be a thing, but I think it's time. I he, I, w- I wouldn't even mind. Milwaukee would be a nice little. Or you know what? Uh, yeah. I, well, I don't. Now that he's skinny, mellow, he might be able to meet the body fat requirement of Miami. That's a team that desperately needs someone that can put the ball in the basket. So not that's how be- you win games, you put the ball in the basket. That's Simple right. Game. That's right. To quote Tory White. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty interesting. But yeah, uh, you know, right? There, it depends on who you believe here. So apparently, like talks haven't even really gotten serious between the Lakers and the Nets, and like they really shouldn't because to me. The Nets shouldn't do anything with this jerk off until the Ky- until the, until the Kevin Durant situation is resolved. Yeah. Because that late that Laker trade is never going anywhere. They will be desperate. They are desperate today. They will be desperate tomorrow. They will be desperate at Christmas. Anytime they offer that any deal with him, 
um, it'll, and they'll give what, and they will give up whatever the Nets ask for because that's how when you sign up for the LeBron James business, that's how it works. So they'll if they have to give up two firsts for a guy on a one year contract that's burned down three organizations or well two organizations. How many firsts do they even have? Because <laughs> then they give a, a shitload. Of <coughs> Davis. They don't. They don't even have a first round pick until like twenty twenty seven. So yeah. they can trade 2027 and 2029 because you can't trade consecutive years. Back-to-back back years, yeah. So, like, they have – yeah, so 27 and 29 they can trade. And that's bas- that's basically what the Nets that's, – that's, like, their starting point. It's like, all right, if we were to take Westbrook, we're taking both those first-round picks. Because the Nets don't have any picks because they, they traded them all to get freaking James Harden. And the Lakers are hesitant to do that, which they should be. Like – I, like Kyrie's not a guarantee that you're a finals contender first off. Like, you're definitely better than you were. But, like – I, you just, I, I, you just can't get like you've seen what this guy, this guy's done. Like he may, he may get depressed and not want to play next year, you know. And he's got injury. He's like riddle. He he hasn't played more than sixty games like four times. Like they shouldn't be. They like they, I, I don't know. Like, if like the Lakers, like all the big talk oh, from all these guys, know. like all the big talk from those guys, like they should try to, be, they should be committed to the grind to try to find a way to make it. Wow, Pal just hit back to back like thirty five footers. Um. How about they, uh, like they, Jimmy, they should be Jimmy committed? Boss was like, I miss Kobe. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and nobody knows like if who she was talking about in that tweet. Yeah. And of course, you know, we joke it was LeBron, but you know, it could have been Russ, could have been, could have been Kyrie, could have been KD, could have been anybody. Maybe she listened to the Two Beers podcast last week and got nostalgic like we did. Um, but yeah, like Big I two like Beers podcast effect, baby. That's right. But yeah, like why not? Why not try to? Why not really? If you're really dedicated to the grind of the season and you know challenges, like people pretend like they are, like why not try to figure out how to make it work with Westbrook? I, I mean, I don't know, but it is what it is. But he he will not. If I were the Nets and they do trade Durant, I wouldn't even trade that fucking guy because of all the problems he's caused. I'd make him sit out, and if he does, because if he doesn't, because he's he he probably wouldn't even come to work. And I just wouldn't pay him. I'd make him sit out another season and lose $37 million rather than take two shitty picks five years from now. I, but that's why I'm also not a, a, a GM or an owner because I'd bite, bite off my nose to spite my face. I'd make the, I'd make him – or I would just wait till another team got desperate and like a Sacramento was on the cusp. You would do mi- what to your nose? Isn't it bite off, bite off, bite off your cut nose off to your spite? Nose. Cut off my – yeah, cut How off my nose. How the hell are you going to bite your own nose? I'd figure it out, all right? <laughs> Um. Or, or yeah, wait till the wait till the Kings are in uh, play in con- the playing game contention and swindle them at the All Star break. Like I just I wouldn't I wouldn't give him what he wants. I'd I'd make him hit free agency next year and have the Lakers only be able to offer him some shitty deal and then he have to him have to take it. That that's it. That's all I would. Uh, that, that's what I would do. So, you got any, any thoughts on the Kyrie thing? Um. No, I more want to talk about KD than anything. All right, let's 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 transition to the cupcake. God, uh, <laughs> he's unreal. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't. I, what do you want? This is the perfect time if we had cool effects to play the Notebook. What do you want? <laughs> hey, no, I will not tarnish my my part of the Notebook. Although, that uh, you know what? No, that part of the Notebook, Notebook, we could tarnish. That's fine. It's not that simple. It's not that simple. <laughs> what do you want? Um, I, I will say, like, uh, so the the Kendrick Perkins, I'm I'm actually proud of KD. He wants out of there. Bubba, <coughs> time, time out, time out. We're 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 throwing the word proud out there a little bit too fast and loose. Like, I I 
give a smattering of an inkling of an understanding of why KD wants away from Kyrie. Like, I would too. Because, like, why the hell? Like, like, the whole point was to come and have Kyrie and Harden. And, you know, Harden got out of there. And Kyrie, you can't rely on. So now he's like... Okay. And it wasn't even Harden wasn't even part of the picture until he became available. Like right, it was supposed right, to right, be, right, yeah. it was supposed to be Nets culture with those two guys with like Jared right, Allen, right. yeah, Levert. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, I mean, now with everything that's happened with Kyrie the past couple of years, I, I I get it that he wants away from him. So I understand from a certain perspective of why why he wants out. I I would I. I agree that if he would, if he wants to get away from Kyrie, but he's the one that's under contract. He's got a four-year contract. Kyrie is up at the end of the year, and I they Kyrie just resigned. No, he opted in for a year. Oh, he, he only yeah. In. They they won't give they won't give him an extension. That was it. He wanted an extension, so he wanted his four his four or five years, three hundred million dollars, and that's where like you. you're out of your mind. Um, what we dare you to go sign with the Lakers for six million dollars? You ain't gonna do that. Um, yeah. Like he could easily just say, "Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna stay. I, I don't want to be around this guy. Let's let's just let's bite the Westbrook bullet. We'll figure. We have we we we've got good role players coming back healthy. I just at least I know Russell show up every game, and we got Ben. Like I, we'll we'll figure it out. Maybe we can move Westbrook in a third. He, I'm not gonna lie. I completely forgot that Ben Simmons was still there. Exactly. There's plenty. There's plenty. Of, there'd be plenty of ways to get Kyrie the hell out of there." If that's the thing, so I just I don't I don't uh, yeah yeah I, I get that too. That, like, so that's, that's why I, that's where like I agree I agree with you like I don't think he's crazy he was crazy to leave Steph Curry to sign up with this dude but like now it's like all right if you like if this is just a, if it's just a Kyrie thing why the hell the Nets that have invested so much in you and thought you were you guys everyone was all bought in on the same page you're just going to screw them because they're never going to get a return that you're worth and what they've given up to accommodate everything you've wanted and i know and some of our buddies that are like oh the nets are no martyrs any team would have paid him 40 million to sit out a year this is yeah okay that's that's fair yeah like i'm sure they would have but they did it they they absolutely did that for him and and they acquiesced to every one of his requests like you can say like maybe they shouldn't do that in smart organizations like the heat don't do that but they did do that so yeah like i do hold kevin durant responsible he wanted james harden and said trade whatever you have to do to get him and now after a year like because the guy that he chose to play with forced harden out of there now it's like all right i'm out too like Man, grow some stones, bro. But hey, he he made sure to sign that contract to get his three hundred million dollars. Though he made sure, sure to do did. that before leaving. Sure um, did. I, I just yeah, I, I think it's absurd. I I do think, I do think they'll both end up back with the Nets next season. Uh, I I just they're never going to get. I I think they they know what they want in return for Durant, and they're not going to get it. And the the other thing that complicates this is. I didn't even know the rule existed either. There's this like rookie extension rule where you can't have two rookies on a rookie extension deal that you both traded for. So like they can't any young budding star that they would get or want in exchange for Durant, they can't get as long as Ben Simmons is on the roster, which is absolutely hilarious. That Ben, <laughs> How, that, what a strange rule. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know why. Maybe that's like something they put in the CBA to try to avoid, you know, certain trades being forced by like, you know, young players after they sign the rookie deal, the rookie extension. Um, but it's just hilarious that Ben Simmons is like the uh the hold up on a lot of this the stuff. Cock block. Cuz yeah, cuz the big well, well, the the best thing is the Miami Heat deal where it would be like Bam, they would want Bam, Hero, Robinson and just a ton of picks for Durant. They can't get banned because Simmons is on the team. And Durant, well, Durant doesn't want to go there if he can't play with Jimmy Butler, Bam, and Kyle. So it's just so absurd. It's like, I, I, these guys are all pussies. I'm sorry. Like, it's not even being an old head. Like, I, I don't care. Like, this is this is absolute insanity, man. It, it's like Larry Bird after well, losing. This is to, what happens when the players get to play GM. Like, it's is, like, it, it's, and I know it's it was different then, but like, like, uh, like, could you even imagine Larry Bird after losing the second finals to the to the Lakers, being like, "Man, I'm I'm gonna go team up and uh, some tra- force on a trade to Philly to go play with like Charles and Dr. J and those guys," or like then finding a way to get to the Lakers? It's just so lame, man. Like I, and he's I, and I defended his move to Golden State because he always he he wanted to like for a year that was the rumor that like nobody was paying attention to the fact that the Warriors because of Steph's. Steph's cut Steph had a reduced contract because of his ankles like teams were hesitant on Steph Curry because he had this such bad ankle problems his first couple years in the league so he didn't sign a full max and the other guys were on rookie deals so they were gonna have when the when the cap spike happened they would have the room to sign Kevin Durant so it was whispered for over a year that Durant was going to sign there and to me, it was like, just because they lost to them in the playoffs, like, why should that change the fact that he wants to go play in Golden State? Like, that that didn't change anything for me. I was like, he wa- he wanted to go there, and they just happened to get matched up. Like, now he's got to, you know, go play somewhere he doesn't want to. I, I defended that. Like, I didn't really care. Um, but this is absurd. Like, you, you psychotically got away from Curry because it was his people were never going to say that was your team. It was always Steph's team. Okay. So then you team up with Kyrie who's, you know, I defended Kyrie leaving Cleveland because I, again, like LeBron, like they weren't setting the team up for Kyrie in the future. They were, they were basically giving away every asset and getting all these old guys to maximize LeBron and Kyrie was going to be left with trash, so he's like, "F that, get me the hell out of here." I don't. That's I'm not going to do that. That's not benefiting me. And but the Boston thing should have been a red flag to KD, and like last year should have been a red flag to KD. So yeah, this is super lame. There's only and there's only I don't one blame tr- him for get, wanting to get away from from Steph. I know everyone kind of thinks that's stupid, but after winning two, I I feel like. It'd be like, and again, everyone's still doubting you. I kind of enjoy the fact that he wanted the challenge of ha- having his own team. Yeah, I oh, I listen. I that's fine. I just think the guy that you picked <laughs> to team up with it was yeah. just was just ins- insanity. Because hey, this and this is where I always go to our friends over in Portland. Like to me, that's the perfect. That would have been the perfect place to go for Durant was to find a way to play with Dame and CJ. And again, you can make cap space work for you if you know somebody wants to go there. So, like to me, that would have made sense. This this Irving thing is, is wild. I I don't even care. But let's let's talk potential trip. The best there's the best trade package that I'd they're going. We're, to get. we're like 25 minutes on the NBA. I'm I'm getting burnt out. I'm not a true ambassador of the game. That's fine. You, here's our what, here's what, our. What, 
Here's what, our last I, thing. Well, we're, we're light on other stuff, so we're fine. Um, the best trade that they're going to get for him, um, other than Tobias Harris and Maxi, obviously, that's the best trade, obviously. Um, the Suns package, let's take the Warriors off the table because that would be insanity. The league would break if he went back there. The Suns package will be the best package. Aiton, Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges, who's basically Kevin Durant Jr., if you follow Sixers Twitter, when he has a good playoff game, one out of seven, every four games. And a bunch of firsts. That is by far the best package that the, the Nets will get. Aiton potentially could be an all-star if he's the focal point of a team. Every Bridges, everybody loves Bridges. He's defensive player of the year candidate. And he's and he and he'd be easily tradable if you don't if you didn't want to keep him. You could easily move him and get better assets. <clears throat> we all know Camby Johnson's a beast. And then they'll get they could replenish their first rounders. You'd basically have a front line defense of Ben Simmons, if he still plays basketball, Mikel Bridges, and DeAndre Ayton, which is like scary good defensively. Like that is that would be the best defensive front court in basketball. So that's their that will that's the best trade. I don't know what the Suns are willing to include in all that. But if he does get moved, I can't see it being anywhere else other than Phoenix for that trade. If I were the Nets, there's only one trade I would make. Let's see how well you know me. What's the only trade I would make if I'm the Nets? I don't that care. That would make sense. You're the Let's worst. Let's see how well you know me. I don't care. <laughs> the only uh, if I, Okay, so the Nets <coughs> Kevin Durant. I've got to get I've got to get a superstar a potential superstar back and I need to get draft compensation and I need to be able to get somebody that's going to be marketable in New York City. I'll figure out the logistics later about who's on my roster that I need to move to make it work, but that's that's my criteria. So who's the only team I'm calling and who's the only player on that team I'm asking for? Uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, Shy Gilgis, Alexander. Love him. Absolutely not. Well, then you suck. Zion Williamson. That is the only trade. That is the only trade if I'm the Nets that I'm interested in. And if that if that can't happen again, I'd have to move Simmons because they're now Zion is now on the rookie extension. But that's fine. I can find some asshole team to take. You threw me off when you said if you know. <coughs> you, it's not. It's not like you like Zion. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? You're not like some kind of Zion lover. Well, no, I well I I did until this season where he just didn't play. But no, I'm saying if I'm the Nets, like this is the only trade that I would make if I were them. Because he he's a poten- he potentially if he actually starts caring about basketball and his health, he could potentially be a superstar. He's mark he'll be marketable as hell in New York. You know, he averaged twenty seven points a game over that sixty when he played like sixty. Yeah, and he shot game. over sixty percent, which no one's ever done. With that's what I'm saying. He if he if he gets right, he could be he could be a superstar. He'd be incredibly marketable in New York. And New Orleans should have draft picks. I, they should have draft picks from the Anthony Davis trade or future draft picks. I can get back to replenish. And for me, if you're New Orleans, you're okay. You're swapping out a guy that didn't even play last year with a good core with Kevin friggin Durant. That's the and that that's no trade. Like the Brandon Ingram, get out of here. Uh, that I, I never in a million years would I do that. I would take the Suns deal before I took that deal, despite Ingram being an All Star. I'd rather have the depth in the picks than just him in picks. That's it. If I'm not getting Zion Williamson, I'm not trading Kevin Durant. I call his bluff and say, okay, sit out sit out for four years and don't get paid a single dime, and let's see how, how long that lasts. Okay. That's it. 
That's it. And roll the yep. dice on right, roll the dice on Zion. Okay. <sighs> How'd that feel? Good man. I dude, I I could talk basketball for hours. Well, good, because in in the spirit <coughs> of open gym, I, I got I got some more some more bangers for you. All right, let's do it. Bangers and mash, banging up. Or wait, what's our next thing we wanted to talk about? Well, uh, well, let me just say this: MLB. I only had two quick notes on MLB. One being that guy for the freaking Rays is incredible. That pitcher, like Shane McClanahan or McLaren or whatever, unbelievable. The guy, he's looking like he's gonna be the Cy Young. He has 130. Oh, wait, let me get this right. Uh, it's okay. I'm, I don't have it up, but it's something like. 133 strikeouts and 13 walks or something like that. It was like an ERA of like one point something. Like it, it's unbelievable. Um, but there was that brawl last week between who was it? The um, I forget who the brawl was even between the A- the Angels was one team and Mariners. Yeah, Angels and Mariners. And like I I I. I I'm all for some 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 nonsense and some tomfoolery. Like I, I, I little fisticuffs in a sport that doesn't really have fighting. Like I, I can do that. Like I like fighting in hockey. I like I, I I was I was all about. I I didn't mind. I was I wasn't offended when Will Smith went up there and slapped Chris Rock in the face. I I, I can do a little bit of nonsense. <laughs> like, but baseball fights are ridiculous. Like they just like. They they fake hold somebody back. There's never any punches thrown. If they are, they're like sucker punches, and like you have these guys running in from the from the bullpen side by side. Then when they get to the pitcher's mound or the infield, then they grab each other. It's like just fight each other right there in the outfield, like on the on the warning track. Like why do you, why are you sprinting 180 feet and then grabbing each other? Like it's unbelievable. Like <clears throat> which. Made me think for you, Drew. Have you ever been in a fight or some kind of physical altercation during one of the sporting events or matches or games that you've been a part of? Uh, not an organized one. No. No, not organized. Oh boy. Um, an an unorganized one. Yeah, like yeah, you know, just kids playing playing stickball. You know, arguing over some calls, throwing some fisticuffs, but nothing. Just boys being boys, being rascals, you know, eating hot dogs three hours later after joking about it. Yeah, yeah, nothing too serious. I mean, you know, I I know your angry ass has probably been in tons. <laughs> you fought, you fought your own team on a bus once. Ah, uh, that's true. <laughs> so, guy, I I know you probably smacked the shit out of somebody you were playing against at some point. Multiple times. <laughs> Multiple times. You were an angry effer. Oh yeah, I was I was an angry elf. Yeah, you were an angry elf, man. Oh, for sure. Uh yeah, multiple times. Uh I will say just off the top of my head, the uh, I was I played in one indoor soccer tournament in my life. And this kid, I don't know, I was probably a teenager, but like he I was probably like 12 or 13, 11, I don't know. But this kid fell on top of me and he kind of like started humping my leg and like i was trying to desperately get my leg out but he kind of just kept like humping it sounds like a compliment 
So <laughs> it was like a puppy. So <laughs> I grabbed him by the back of his shirt. And I was like, I grew, like I've been six foot tall since like sixth or seventh grade. Like I was way bigger than everyone. So I grabbed him by the back of his jersey and swung him around in a circle. And he was just kind of like, it basically <laughs> threw him like, like, like Will's, like, um, like uh, Uncle Phil throwing Will out the, out the door. <laughs> you put him on a tilt a whirl. Yeah, yeah. I got, I, I immediately get ejected from the whole tournament. It was game one, and I was just like, "Oh, it's amazing." See you, boys. Have fun, whatever the hell this tournament is. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't even there for the infamous uh, Tuesday afternoon quarterback brawl. I was. I actually didn't fight in that one. That was our. That was our intramural football team. Was, uh, our box score warrior buddy. That was. That was our buddy Adam. He he started a fight on a team. Um, I was. I think I was holding him back, and someone came from off of their bench and speared the both of us. <laughs> Got it. Oh awesome. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that was that was insane. Um, all right. We're Which is funny because today today's the twenty fourth, twenty four year anniversary of Goldberg Spear and Hulk Hogan winning his first world title. Oh wow! Um, all right. So speaking of Goldberg, he's a Philly guy, right? I made that up. He's um, in the he's in the show Goldbergs that takes place in Philadelphia. Yes. Um, who's on your Mount Rushmore of Philly sports? Oof. Um. Oh man, that's tough. Is that four? I guess four guys, right? Four. Does Joe Frazier make it? Uh nah, because I wasn't alive to see Joe Frazier. So okay, I, so this I, is I, your personal. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't think I can put okay. him there. Um, Ryan Howard, without question. Oh my god, I was, I was a one hundred percent certain you were gonna leave him off. No, oh god, and I was, no, man. Like, because I thought that I was like, why would he put Ryan Howard on? That's stupid. And then I was going to tease you and say, oh, no Ryan Howard. But no, you actually put Ryan Howard on that. I mean, all honest, I could easily put all Phillies on that from the 93. That, like the, that, well, and the 93 team. That, again, the most beloved team that never won a championship probably in sports history. Um, all right, good. Howard, for sure, um, amazing. Like, the guy, people forget just how dominant he was for, like, a six-year span until he yeah. blew out his Achilles. Um, Howard. Iverson. Most people would say Utley. I was more of a Jimmy guy, to be honest with you. I'm gonna put Jimmy Rollins on there. Okay. Jimmy's my dude. I love me some Jimmy Rollins. Um, you know, led the epic. Uh, predicted they were gonna win the NL East when they were seven seven games back with 14 to play. Beat the Mets. Got in there. Iverson has got to be on there. Got to be AI. Uh, and four? <sighs> I'm trying to think if I would put any of the Eagles before I disowned them. Um, Andy Reid? <sighs> T.O. was only here for a year. God, he was so fucking special. Um <laughs> Uh, it's so hard. I- I'd probably have to go Barkley, I guess. Nice. I- if I had, again, the, like Deshaun, yeah, I'd have some close, like Deshaun and Terrell would be up there on the Eagles if I was going to put an Eagle, but I- I'd probably have to go those guys. Uh, 
Bryce Harper will replace somebody in a few years for sure. That's not even debatable. And uh, nah, Joel will never get on there. I'll never forgive him for the Toronto series back in 2019. I, I wasn't even thinking of it like from the standpoint of just from you've been alive watching the teams. And so, like, it's all right. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, like, Frazier. And then Joe Frazier. And then, you know, it would be Joe Frazier, Dr. J. Right. You know, Steve Carlton. Changes changes a lot. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Carl, Steve Carlton, probably the greatest pitcher of all time. I mean, he won he won 30 games a year. I think the Phillies won, like, 80 games total. Or maybe less. I think he won over 60% of their games one season. Probably, the, yeah, probably one of the, yeah, easily a top five pitcher of all time that people forget about. I um Schmidt. Yeah, Michael Jackson. So many, I mean, so many, so many. Yeah, that, that's what I'm just saying from guys that I've watched uh, that yeah, I. Yeah, I that's a good point. That. Uh, for, I was thinking of um, just for the Penguins for this for <sighs> Pittsburgh, it would be Lemieux, Yager, um, Sydney, Malkin, Cro- Crosby, Malkin. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. But if even I'm gonna I know do that. all, even if I'm gonna do all of Pittsburgh though, <coughs> man, I Don't guess it would you? be like you better do it. Put him on Bet- there. Bettis, Polamalu. Put him on there. Crosby. Put him on there. And Lemieux, maybe. Yeah, I got to put Barry Bonds on there. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about it, but he didn't. He never actually won a championship. I was thinking won three MVPs with the Pirates, but then like bro, bro, Barry Bonds has to go on there. Yeah, maybe. No, there's no maybe. Barry Bonds has to go on there. Well, he was a Hall of Famer with the Pirates, and then did all of his Babe Ruth stuff with the Giants. So. Yeah, I, like Barry Bonds goes on there. Okay, for you, maybe. No, for you. He didn't bring me a championship, damn it. Shut up. He didn't bring anybody a championship. I hate you. All right, other news. Did they uh, trade uh, him, or did he sign with the Giants? He signed with the Giants, right? He signed, yeah. yeah he signed, yeah. Um, all right, other things um, that I'm just spitballing. We should do, we should do a Mount Rushmore or something, like impromptu every week. Uh, all right, I, we're I just gonna start getting here before we get to beer too. We're just gonna start getting super fucking crazy until the NFL. What was comes your back. best game in high school hoops, like statistically? Uh, let's say points. Uh, I don't know. You you know exactly. I don't. My memory. I told you. I grade school is the only. Uh, ever since I had that surgery, my memory is terrible. I just remember dropping like forty two, forty five in grade school, in like thirty two minutes. I scored 29 <clears throat> several times in high school, but never crossed 30. Um, no. Do you ever – this is an interesting question. Do you ever have dreams of yourself like playing ball and just having like a big game or a big play? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure I have. Like actual dreams. Like my my dream when I'm, I'm hooping is the same every time. I'm coming down on the break, and off the dribble, I just take two steps into the lane and rise up and tomahawk jam right on somebody. <laughs> I don't know who, but like it happens every time. Nah, I uh, I don't really dream about it, but when I'm like when I'm like just shooting around at like a, a park by myself, like after I do drills and stuff, like I'll like play like a fake impromptu game in my head, like an old game of how I would have like redone things and like <laughs> made shots. So I always go back to this one men's league game that I wish we would have won because we were down. We were down like 13 with like two minutes left, and I just went fucking. I went Steph Curry bonkers and hit five straight threes in about 90 seconds, and we were down. We were down by two, and they went to the foul line, and um, 
No, I'm sorry. We were down three. They went to the foul line, and they had missed a bunch because I was just talking mad shit. I was like, "Boys, better." After I made my after I made the third straight three, I just started going crazy, being like, "Boys, better not miss these foul shots because I'm gonna beat your ass on the other end." And they made they missed the first and they made the second, so it didn't matter anyway. So we didn't get a chance. But like, I was so on fire. The fifth three that I made, um, a kid on the other team. It was a fed. They missed a foul shot. We got we got the rebound. So it was like a broken fast break. A kid stepped on and gave me a flat tire to where my shoe was half off. I kicked it to the other end, to like the other court where there were just people shooting around waiting for the next game and just said, fuck it, and shot it with one shoe and just swished it. God, what a game. So what a good. game. Yeah. Uh, so, I re- so, I re- so I relive that in my head that they missed the second foul shot. I get the rebound and I do a sick behind the back dribble and then pull up from like 35 and nail it and I just like do the Sam Cassell suck my cock like do the do the double the double uh, ball thing so, nice. but go ahead first celebrity crush <coughs> oh easy Kim Basinger Whew. Batman my Jessica god Jessica Rabbit <laughs> favorite piece of memorabilia ooh um Oh, I don't know. Maybe my JJ Reddick game game worn shorts. Um, I can't think. I can't think if I have a Kobe thing. <laughs> my so here's my here's I I have a two pronged answer, and I, and I think we can be done with this one. Oh, I have a better one. God, no, go ahead. I have a actual. I got this from my my buddy Reckless Joe. He lost it to me in shocker a gambling bet. Uh, it's a actual football popcorn holder. So it's like a it's like a plastic football that you put popcorn in. Yeah. And you know who it's signed by? No. Terrell Owens. Nice. Yeah. Um I have a I I inherited it from my uncle who passed and it's a picture of Babe Ruth. Oh wow. Holding a shotgun. With a friggin' like eleven foot alligator hanging next to him, and it's signed, but I don't have a certificate of authenticity. So, if one day I learn that that's if that thing gets certified, it's that. But with it not being that, I have to say that this, and you're gonna die when I say this, but my replica Lucille bat from The Walking <laughs> Dead, I nice. just absolutely love. I love that thing. Nice. It's not signed. It's not it wasn't on set. Nothing like that. It's just a replica Lucille bat. And I just That's pretty it's, dope. It's in my house. I'm looking at it right now. I love it. That's tremendous. Any hoodles. Alright, so that's enough for the, the open gym and the open mic. Um oh shoot, before we get to beer two, we still have hold on, we gotta do the pit Uh okay. Whenever you're ready. Three, two, one, and vroom, start your engine. Last week, Race America, Wisconsin, a resounding, unmitigated disaster. All the fans hated that road course. No passing. Chase Elliott led half the race, but gave up the lead. About 20% of the race left to go to Tyler Reddick, who brought home his first cup win. Congrats to him. Our guys finished second and third. Story of our freaking season. It's getting depressing. We're still stuck at three wins, and we're down to minus 26. Yuck. This week... Uh, hoping our luck will change in Atlanta, more traditional oval. William Byron won there earlier this year. We're going heavy on William Byron's teammates, plus Ross Chastain. Chastain plus 1,000, Elliott plus 1,000, Kyle Larson plus 1,200, Alex Bowman plus 2,500. 
please. Sweet. Please luck change. Sweet. Okay, parlay. We've won three in a row. Oh, yeah. We are up to uh, a bet of 48.50. What do you got, Drew? Uh, tomorrow night, which is Thursday, July 7th, I think. Yeah. Right? Uh, taking the Tigers over the Royals. Verlander on the mound. Astros over the Royals. Astros over the Royals. Yeah. That guy. That team. Um, okay. And then I, I, uh, I'm going to take Friday night, the Braves at home over the Nationals. Charlie Morton's been on a roll. He's pitching. Um, Shane McClanahan for the Rays is pitching also Friday night. Um, but for whatever reason, since he's ace is going, whose ERA is like pretty much at three flat. So you might want to take the under in that game, but I'm just like, I don't know. Like the Rays have been kind of, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think about them. That's probably, that's a good bet too, the Rays, but I'm going to go Braves over net. Like nationals have, aren't like hot or anything. Are they? Let me just double check that before. I uh, no, they're no. not. Did they beat the Phillies? Sure. You know who is hot? Fucking Schwarber. Yeah. Has not cooled down, bro. Does not cool down. Okay. He is just a home run hitting machine. He had two tonight. Yeah, they lost. Um, but. So, yeah, Morton's had like five good starts in a row. So I'm going to go with, with Braves over over the Nats Friday night. And you got the Astros tomorrow. Is that a day game, by the way? Tomorrow. Oh, it might be. So it was I the gotta, first one. I got him. 210 tomorrow. That's an that's a day game, so we got to get that bet in. Yeah, All don't, right. me, don't mess it up. Oh gosh, 4850 on the line. Hell yeah. Keep rolling. All right. Beer 2. Keep it rolling. Assume positions. 3, 2, 1. Oh. Um All right. I got this Helltown Brewing. Um, trying to support local here. Grand Prix Ale has a picture of like a race car on it. Pittsburgh Vintage Grand Prix from 1982 to 2022. I don't know. 5.5%. In my mind, this should be like pretty much a Miller Lite, but yeah, pretty much is. I don't know. Whatever. It's it's less than great. Um, all not right. A, not ideal. Yeah, not ideal. Um, okay. I, I'm hearing a little bit of echo, by the way. I don't know if that's going to come through, but you oh, want to turn your, turn your volume down a skosh? A smidge? Smidge, there we go. Smidge. Cool. Um, okay. Stranger Things. We watched episode eight, which was an hour and a half, and episode nine, which was two and a half hours. Whew. Um, how do you want to do this? Do you want to recap it, or should we just go straight into what we got right and what we got wrong? Uh, let's just let's do what we got right and what we got wrong. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like um, it too. Well, here's the real question: Did you watch all? So what was that? An hour and a half, two and a half, five hours? Uh, two and a half <coughs> plus one and a half is four. what? Four hours? Yeah. Do you watch? Do you watch? Do you watch four hours straight? All the way through? Yeah. Uh, no, I watched the first one and then one night, and I watched the second one the uh, the next night. Okay, I I made it I made it three 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 hours and twenty five minutes in, and then had to watch the last the uh, like forty minutes the next day. Yeah, 
Yeah, I just after after the first episode, I was like, I I just I got I got to keep running up that hill. I got to go. Gotta running up that hill. I was like, spoilers. We're already starting to like like start. We're already starting to pop up. I'm like, I I don't want this spoiled. I, I now I gotta watch it. I gotta be one of those guys. Yeah. Um, you know you know you know I'm not about just sitting in front of screens all day. So it was a challenge. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, okay, so we'll start with who we thought was gonna die. Um, excellent call by you with Eddie Munson. Eddie, that was, oh. that was the easy. I, I'm still kicking myself that I didn't have that one. It's uh, yeah. They, the Duffer brothers, they 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 tell you they basically tell you who's dying every season. When early at some point in the in the seasons, a character that you like makes some type of reference about how they're you know they don't they've never done something in their life or or something like that. I'm I'm rewatching season two, you know Sean Astin's character talks about uh, how he got bullied. He's like, yeah, I was you know I was never much of a fighter. I always they, got bullied. They stick to the script. Yeah, and then he, you know, he saves the day, and uh, and you know, stands up to the Demer the Dem- Demergorgons, the Demi Dogs, and, and dies. And Eddie, Eddie with the bats, and they even screw you. Eddie's got tattoos of ba- bats on his arms, apparently. So the Duffer brothers are just leaving the Easter eggs all day, not noticing it. So yeah, Eddie was number one on my on my kill list, and yeah, he he dies. He didn't. Instead of the plan was for him and Dustin to run back through the the gate into regular hawkins and instead he he gets dustin out of there and tries to give them more time you know what i didn't get though about why about one thing that didn't make much sense why did he feel like he needed to stop and fight the bats instead of keep having them chase him do you think they, they would just lose interest eventually and then and go back to Vec- uh, like yeah, house, house vecna I, I expected him to keep running too i mean Maybe they did something realistic, like, "Hey, I'm I'm not a track athlete, so like after <laughs> 400 yards, I just have I'm nothing tired. left. I gotta yeah. take a break." <laughs> gotcha. All right. It was funny when he when he stopped. It was like, "Oh, I need to stop and you know to get the more time." I'm just like, unlike he, unlike could... every other movie where it's like a person sprints like 1,200 yards and they keep going. It's like, yeah, no, no, that's yeah. that's not real. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was sad to say I liked his character. It was a. Uh, I, I I didn't love his character like a lot of the world did. Like people were obsessed with him, but I, I yeah, just, nah. he was he was a solid character. He's fine. Yeah. Um, like I, I I liked the addition of Robin last season more than I liked Eddie. Agreed. Agreed. So, um, one thing I thought was interesting how we were both like, yeah, they have to kill one of the doctors. Yeah. And they're they're not gonna kill Papa, so it's got to be Doctor. But we Owens. were but we were so money on. We were like, yeah, you know why? Like, like he he's got to have a heel turn. St- he has to have another heel turn before he can die. So he's they're not gonna kill him yet. <laughs> and he 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 ends up getting the heel turn and he dies in the same episode. Yeah. So yeah. Although, at, towards the like as he was dying though, they kind of like brought him back a little. No, bit, right? no, no, no. Full full heel turn. Awful awful human being all this is his fault now no over rede- just because he took the collar off 11's neck no redemption for that jerk off no way okay i just he was he was he was the walter white um i did i, I everything i did was was for the family that's who he was and he was that to the bitter end he never even had the walter white uh moment where he goes i did it for me yeah, I know. That's why I was saying, like, did he have that like comeback moment? No, like, I don't know. I don't think so. Even even as he's dying, he was like, oh, I did I did all this so you could live. It's like, no, bro. Like Vecta said, you were just You're ordinary... saying what I'm saying. No, or, or, oh, I thought you were trying to say he did have that moment. 
where he came back and was good. No, he he didn't do any of that for he didn't do all that stuff for eleven and every day. He did that shit. He, everything he did was for himself. At the end, when he was dying, and he was like, "I just wanted you to find your powers or whatever," and like, yeah, for his own benefit. Yeah, for his benefit. When he was dying, how's it his benefit? No, but that's what he was. He was basically saying what they were doing in there and why he why he basically was gonna lock her away under. (laughs) He was gonna keep her locked away and and keep the other doctor held prisoner to help her. It's like, nah, bro, that's his own agenda. I Yeah. yeah, no, no. Uh, I just right. I disagree. We have two different interpretations, and I disagree with yours. No, I, I'm just throwing it out there. I I don't know if I, yeah, like, like to me, like to me, it, his he just never had that. If he would have, as he was dying, as he, he was laying there dying, and, and it, he, it, yeah, I thought, if he would have, if he would have been like, you're right, I couldn't let him go. I'm sorry, I put you through that. Like something like that would have been his redemption I moment, gotcha. where he yeah, not him just continuing to be like, I did this for you. It's like no, you didn't. Well, I I thought that was I thought yeah okay, all right all right I I we yeah may, we we we're saying different, different things but yeah I I I I'm think, stuttering because I can't say sentences I, I don't think know. you're misunderstanding but uh, great scene though I thought that was a her like pulling down the chopper and all that stuff I thought that was a I thought it was a pretty I thought it was a pretty cool scene it was very Ray in episode whatever that was yeah six yeah I don't I don't know. Continue. Wait, you, we're talking. I'm, I'm referencing Star Wars, right? We're on the same page. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Episodes or yeah, it would have been episode. Oh no, I I always do them backwards. That would have been episode eight. Eight. Yeah. yeah eight. eight. That's Sorry. What was, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Eight. Okay. So then you had Max as a potential. She was my guy. tier. She was on my tier two of, of pro. I pro- I probably won't die, but don't rule her out. And she almost did, and then my she own, did, and then Eleven brought, brought her, back. her back. My only nitpick of the final two episodes, um, I would have just straight murked her and just ended it. I mean, it was that was absolutely wild when Vecna just snaps her bones. Ah, uh, it was, and I'm just like, oh my, it, that was brutal. Uh, that was so brutal. I was and, like, oh and my people, god. People hating on my man. I forget his the actor's name, but the dude who plays Lucas, he was fucking outstanding in that entire scene. Yeah. Especially with, with the with the jock. With the fight in the jock when she's dying in his arms, like when he's like he improvs the cry the crying shrill for Erica to help him. Like he was amazing in that scene. I I, I would have killed her. Like to me, like not not just cutting the cord with one of the core kids. Like I, that was my only nitpick. I, I wouldn't even have messed with this coma thing. Like just, just kill her. Like she's got, she's gone. She's gone. Oh keep, my gosh. Keep her, keep her dead. What? Yeah. But that was, that was intense when she was getting all of her freaking bones snapped. Oh, it was nuts. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, it, it's like, oh, well, you know, they'll just, they'll, they'll reset those bad boys and you know, they'll, they'll just flush out those eyes and she'll be fine. And then it's like, oh no. Oh wow. She's, she's definitely, di- she's dying. Uh Oh, is she, is she gonna, oh my God. Oh my God. She's gonna die. Erica. I'm going scream. And I was like, Erica, call 911. <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah. Zine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and she was great. The way she that that actress was amazing. She's like, I'm not ready to go. I don't want to die. Like, so good. All all fantastic. And then to to end that scene with the jock getting ripped in half as the gate was opening was just the like just awesome. <clears throat> Which I didn't even see the first time because I was trying to look like into the underworld and like outside and everything else. And my wife goes. 
damn, they just ripped him in half. And I was like, what? And I rewound it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. He just yeah. incinerated him, and his ribs are shown and everything. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was wild. I was like, oh, the my. The fourth oh, chime. Shit. Yeah, it was so it was so good. Um, yeah, and then I guess so, that w- so the fourth so the fourth chime happened. It opened up, and then the, she brought L brought um, what's uh, Max back to life, and that closed everything back up. No, all the gates are still open. That's that's that was like that that was all the aftermath of everyone leaving town. Like everyone just thought it was an earthquake that split the core of the earth open. But I thought it cl- all closed back up. No, all the gates are open. Oh. No, and that's and that's at the end when they're all over when everyone's overlooking up in the sky and the big scene on the hill like the upside down is starting to merge with Hawkins. Yikes! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. All the gates are open. Oh man. Um. um and then I had Vecna dying, um, which again looked like that was happening and then it looked like it did happen and then <laughs> can i can i can i this isn't a nitpick because like because like you know it's it you're you're in a another dimension you know fighting a demon so nothing's gonna be perfect any reason they didn't just start off with like the sawed off to his head <laughs> like Walk the shotgun right to him and, yeah well like you made a funny joke about steve standing there with an axe and not doing shit did with nothing. it but like but nothing. like if you're if that you're dancing like, like before you even try setting him on fire like you got a sawed-off shotgun? Maybe, maybe just put it right up to his head and, and pull the trigger and blow his head off. <laughs> blow his head off. Like they they start with burning him. That's gonna wake him up, and then, then they're just sh- like they're not shoot like shoot the fucker in that usually usually taking someone's head off and all these things is what does the trick. <laughs> like they don't think to shoot him in the head, or yeah, or as he, as he gets wounded, like as yeah, Steve maybe run at him and Steve, and swing the axe. Do something. Yeah, do something other than. <laughs> Worry about just, you're just standing there holding the axe. Yeah, he didn't want to. He didn't want to. He didn't. He didn't bring his Farrah Fawcett spray with him, so he didn't want to mess up his hair. Oh my gosh! Yeah, That's like I, again, I will. I will. I'm nip like, it. oh yeah. sweet, he's on fire. He's all bullet holes all through him. Just go start chopping him up. <laughs> yeah, it was so sweet, funny. Go start chopping him up. And then he, he goes out the sweet, window. Sweet, chop him up. <laughs> chop him up. What are you doing? <laughs> he falls out the window. Omar from the wire style, like Spider Man, and he's apparently still alive after taking three three blasts to the uh, to the intestine with a shotgun. Which I mean, he is technically human in theory. So yeah, I, don't, I mean, it can he even be killed. I don't know. I I, I don't know how he I wouldn't guess be. Not considered he was just on the <coughs> and had a million shotgun blasts through him. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, I'm glad he's still alive because again, I I kind of wanted Vecna. I said my hopes and dreams was that the the good our, the good guys would lose and Vecna would win at the end of the season and that would be the culmination of season five. Um, so I guess technically he did win because he opened the gate, the massive gate. Um. You know, he just didn't end up killing. He didn't kill eleven or. Well, I guess it's a to be continued. And here's so here's my thing because I guess, and my my thing was like, all right, they kill Vecna. <coughs> excuse me, which which makes way for the mind flare to be like the final boss. Oh but yeah. But like they they kind of took mine and yours and put them together, and like I just don't get that. Like, is so like Vecna's the mind flare? Yeah. Like he. He, uh, I don't, he, I don't, I don't get, th- I don't get how that meshes with episode one, or I'm sorry, season one, like whatsoever. How so? Like, why did Vecna so choose? The, okay, well, the why mi- did he choose different mediums? Like, oh, in season one, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be the mind flare. 
But well, he was well the mind flare. The seasons, mind, you know what I'm gonna do? Then I'm gonna come back as Vecna. The like, mind flare like, wasn't. The mind flare wasn't a thing in season one. The mind fl- in season one it was just it was a, in Will's head. No, nah, it was the, no, no. In that's season, why he drew those pictures. That's season two. Season you blend season one and two all the time, which is easy because they're they're very easily blendable because they actually happen almost around the same amount of time. Season one, L opens a gate and a demogorgon gets loose in Hawkins, and that's like. The bad guy and the demogorgon, like, oh, okay. like the demogorgon basically chases Will into the upside down, and Will is just hiding out in the upside down. The mind flare doesn't show up, and then put it like the particles until season two. Until season two. Um, okay, so same question. Well, he why, is the mind. Why, he, he, yeah, he, but, he, yeah. But well, why does he take the form of the mind flare in season two, and then be like, hey, you know what? In season four. Wahaha! I'm actually Vecna. Well, no, he always was like that. That that that. Yeah, that but f- why? Why is he doing d- two different forms? His four. Oh, because he couldn't. Because the. Uh, well, I guess I don't know that. Um, <laughs> well, no, I was gonna say the whole point. The whole point was until he took L. Until he knew L had the power to open gates, and that's what he needed to do to execute like his grand plan of destroying the world. He like was trying. He was just using whatever means that he had. Like he was using the mind flare as a weapon to not have to like be in his human form. So he was trying to just. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's. I I I think you can tie it together. Watch a YouTube video. I bet some somebody who like does this okay. for a living explains it. But um. But he ultimately controls. He controls the mind flare, which controls everything else that's in the upside down. And he's basically molded the upside down. But the upside down existed before he got there. Well, the the version of the upside down that we see now that's like Hawkins. Like that's why it's Hawkins. Like he transformed it into what he knew. How? I don't know, man. The dude's got powers. How the hell should I know? I don't know how it all works. That's that's pretty damn loose. <laughs> Watch a YouTube video. The, the whole it. him being the mind <coughs> is just very like on loose footing for me. Um, yeah, I could see that. Whereas versus like him being one of the generals for the mind flare, like him being like partners with the mind flare would make more sense to me. And like the upside down always being this crazy evil place. And like he got there and the mind flare was like, yes, you are on my team. Now we will, we will dominate all life. Like, like the emperor and Vader, like that, that would make more sense to me. Yeah, that's fair. Not like, not like Vader is like. I am the emperor. It's like, really? Because you look like two different things. So yeah, I guess, and I guess when that thing bit L, I guess that's how it was able to get her power. Because Papa that makes thing. a, the like the the flesh uh, mind flare thing that Billy Billy helped create in season three, that was chasing him around that monster. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, because he gets her power to open the gates. I would say Who the does? only. What's that? Who gets her power? That, like, that's why Papa, in the beginning of Volume 2... I thought the first... they all had Vecna's power. No, the fr- was... Vecna didn't... Vecna, that's Vecna... why Vecna was number one. Only Elle has, the power, has like, the power to open the gates. She's the strongest of, of all of them. Right. Um, he, he wasn't able to open gates. Papa says, in, in early in, ep- in Episode 8, he makes the comment that one had the ability to... Uh, 
to absorb other people's powers apparently which that's kind of flimsy but i'm assuming that's they that's trying to bring it all together um so in season and that's what he says when he's when he's basically reliving the past with l about how he got once from when he got in there until like the present that in season three that's what he figured out he needed to open gates and so that's how you know when she when she entered billy's subconscious he made a connection with her and then took her powers when that monster i think bit her and that's how she lost her powers and then they got them back that part's a little flimsy to me the only the only disconnect between all that is like the demogorgon was jumping through non-existing gates in season one like they were skittles so like l l opened the one gate in the lab it was like the big uh all the all the uh underground tubes going throughout hawkins right that was in season two like they built it i'm i think season two (laughs) is season one but they but no but they did that because they were like the gate was open in the lab and they got into the lab without them security seeing them one night and started building the tunnels apparently but in season one like the demogorgon gets like there's a there's a gate in a tree that's when nancy goes into the upside down for the first time like that how the hell that gate opened i have no idea and then the demogorgon jumps he jumps through uh joyce uh the buyer's ceiling when they have the big showdown between uh what do you call it nancy jonathan and um steve in their house yep. when they light the thing on fire and they get it caught they in the bear trap bats and stuff. yeah like it just jumps through their ceiling and then it jumps through the wall at the school at the end of it at the end of season one so like I'm not really sure that to me, that's a little, that's the only inconsistency because how the hell were those gates opening if Vecna didn't have the power to do that? Cause L wasn't opening them, but I, I digress. Um, I did like how they, we wanted the, we wanted the, um, we wanted the stories to conclude and not hang I was out there. What do you think of the What do you think of the whole Russian plot of them going back in and? I thought it was, I thought it was, I, I thought it was I good. I didn't really get. I didn't really get that either. It's like, oh, the the these monsters absorb the particles. So now it's the hive. You, yeah, the hive. The like the the hive thing from season two. So now now if you wait, what the mi- it's like the mind hive. It's that it they're they were all connected by um. <laughs> Like all the demogorgons, like they're all connected oh, together. Yeah. So when you hurt, if you hurt one of them, you hurt all of them. Right. So or weaken them, like you weaken, you weaken so the pack. somehow they were the ones that were in Russia were connected to the upside down via the whatever the high. Yeah, like the flare. Yeah, the mind flare particles that were in those demogorgons. Now that that seemed flimsy to me as as well, but yeah. whatever. I mean, I thought it was going back into the prison. I was like, eh, all right, that's kind of. I mean, your your kids are probably effed anyway. <laughs> They're all effed anyway, so let's. Why don't you guys get back to safety and maybe try to save some of them? I didn't mind it though. I I thought they. I thought I. I mean, it was. I liked everything they did there, rocking their Hulk Hogan T-shirts and, uh, you know, I thought it was good. Murray with the f- the, f- the flamethrower was great. Acting like a yeah, lunatic. Um, Joy saving Hopper. Um. I, I did think she was actually – I thought after she saved him, I thought a giant one was going to come and fucking take her out, which was my – I thought that's how she was going to die. But um, still well done. I, and, and then Hopper just getting a fucking sword like he's Uhtred of Beppenburr and, and just taking that thing out was dope. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. He's going, he's going medieval on its ass. 
so I, I thought that I, I thought I liked it all. I, I, yeah, I, no complaints. I liked how they, they wrapped it up him coming back with L after she left the door open three inches. Um, yeah, I, I thought the scene with like the Vecna L scene was really good. Yeah. Really well done. Um, I thought that the even whole the, concept of the piggyback was cool. Yeah, like the sur- <laughs> the surfer stoner adding values. Like, oh man, and we can go to the pizza place, get the t- get the ice cooler and the salt bags. I thought was funny. He finally contributed something good. Uh yeah. I mean, outside of the and people, I'm, it's, I don't know if it's like the awkwardness of Will now about whether or not he's coming out or not. Like, I I don't really care about a much as much about that as some people are complaining about it. I just think that kid has got – he has become such a terrible actor the older he's got. I just don't want him to talk ever because he's just so bad. The kid that plays Will. Yeah. I just – even like when he's delivering the line to Mike, like, Mike. You're the heart, Mike. Like, even You're that was terrible. I would have rather – I would have rather – And when, when <laughs> Ellen's around you, nothing can hurt her. I was, I, it was – he's line. just I, a terrible actor, that kid. I, but they got to stick with him. Like, you can't recast him. I kind of um, dug it. I I kind I, I kind of liked it. His acting. I, I like that speech. I no, oh, I think I think the speech is great. I think that kid's just a terrible actor and delivered. I, it I didn't think it was awfully. that bad. I didn't think that, uh, I didn't I didn't think he did that bad with that speech. I just yeah I, I I'm I'm over I, like when he was a kid he was great like rewatching season one and two like this kid was really good I I now that he's old I'm just like ugh I I need you out. They should have Jonathan. Well, now they're well, I mean. Maybe that's it too, just because you figure what has he done other than this? I don't know. Yeah, I'm kind of well. He's but he's you a, figure all of a sudden they're like, all right, play some like play a teenager in the '80s who's afraid to come out. And yeah, like, so maybe it's just not okay, in his repertoire. Like, yeah, that, agree, that's kind of like yeah. a hard assignment. Like, <laughs> I'm ho- I'm hoping I'm hoping they shock everybody and just just make it that he's in love with L. <laughs> And that's why he's so like crying and so like out of it because his best friend like he, he loves his best friend's girlfriend. That's what I'm hoping for at this point. You're the heart, Drew. Yeah. Uh, Without you, this podcast is nothing. That is true. Um, when Tori and and Teddy are on here and Casey, they feel special around you. Okay. <laughs> I am uh, in no way talking about myself. <laughs> we need to make that clear. <clears throat> So good, <laughs> so good. Um, I'm trying to think. He's supposed to have a, a, a central role in the in the final season, according to the Duffer Brothers, um, which we'll get to in a minute about our how our predictions for the final season. Um, anything else? Yeah, I, I thought everybody was really good. I my only nitpick is that I would have killed Max. Um, uh, the 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 high school senior, uh, you know, basically beating up a, a little girl. I thought was borderline abusive so like yeah, that guy's going to jail um yeah that was silly yeah uh yeah luke I gotta, I, I, I some love... of the vecna mind flare stuff i thought was flimsy and, and yeah just like explaining it all like steve, i'm gonna find I'm, I'm gonna find just, you that youtube video steve standing there doing nothing was infuriating but <laughs> i did i did those, like those him and uh I, I did i did like how happy he was that like robin was uh starting to mack it to that uh to that that other band band chick. Yeah. Um he just yeah. like he just he just wants Robin to be happy, which is great. Um Yeah, and again, there wasn't enough Steve and Dustin. No. But Eddie's Eddie's little solo track that uh in the Upside Down was really good. Yeah. Yeah, what song did he sing? I don't know. Was it Black Sabbath? 
Was it ACDC? That was a fun, there was a, maybe. It was a funny scene when, like, they started it off when Nancy's in the trance and they're trying to get music. And he's like, they're, they're, they're going through all his tapes. He's like, we need Beatles. We need this. We need music. And he goes, not music. This is music. Oh, that was, that was good. Um, and then him wearing, him rocking the Michael Myers mask, but he's about to hotwire that car was funny. Um, it was all great. Like I said, I sent you and our, you and our buddy Teddy the uh, the the Jose Batista bath flip after I finished because I just thought they had a. I, I people that are complaining that that the story and the writing has gone downhill. I I don't see it. I I think it's. I still think it's great. Yeah. Um. It was what Master of Puppets by Metallica. That was it. Oh, okay. By Metallica. Um. I, it was not ACDC Metallica Master of Puppets. Which what that's that's Teddy's like. Thing, right? Oh yeah, it doesn't. He isn't the. Is it Metallica Jack that he was drinking on here, or was that yeah. something different? Yeah, I think so. Pearl, or was that Pearl Metallica Jam, whiskey or something? Yeah. Something um. Like that. No, I um, I, I uh, you know, whatever. It it was it was a good selection for the song. He rocked it. Everybody loved it. If it was me, I personally would have went with Rainbow in the Dark by Dio, just because it's the upside down. Um and Rainbow in the Dark, I thought that or been... or just Dusty Bun doing a rendition of something. Yeah, I would have had yeah, I would have had him sing like I would have had Eddie Munson playing Rainbow in the Dark and and Dusty Bun singing, singing Rain- it. Yeah. and in the Rainbow in the Dark. That's uh, great. Anyway, yeah. um, and the only other good, I I liked I did like the the final like Joyce Hopper, you know leading up to their kiss, just how he's sitting there talking about how he fantasized about their date. And he's just like talking about the food. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, is it the lasagna? Is the veal? Gotta go lasagna. Right. Oh, those breads. <laughs> I'm like, the two. I just, I, like, it wasn't it's like, like, like they, you're sitting here fantasizing about, about breadsticks. He's like, I've been eating muck for three yeah. months. Like they could have went like super corny with it. Like lovey dovey. And like, they, again, just the hopper chart. They did it. They let him be Jim Hopper. And I was like, ah, oh, God, I love this guy. Yeah. It was good. Definitely going dessert. And the uh, we're going to get a nice bottle of Chianti. Yeah, it's Chianti. <laughs> oh, man. All right, bold prediction for season five, the epic conclusion. Mike and Will end up being gay partners. You're awful. Um, sure. that's, that's, not, that's not even really a, a bold prediction. I, <laughs> you, you caught me off guard. And you, the only reason I say that is because you sent me the poster, and if you noticed, there was three couples on the poster. Yeah, Hopper yeah, and yeah. Joyce, Nancy and Jonathan, and Will and uh, Mike, and, and then, then Eleven was off by, by herself. herself. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, are they trying to say something? Um, what? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But actual, actual bold prediction. Um, dude, I don't like. They, uh, I don't know. L L dies. I'd probably right, and they have to somehow some. I don't know how they beat Vecna. L L's gonna factor into it, but L's gonna die at the end. Uh, I, um, I'm gonna stick with what I predicted for how this season would end. I think Vecna is is going to take control of Will's mind one last time, and they're going to have to kill Will to kill Vecna. Oh, wow. 
I think that's. Or you know what? Maybe L doesn't die. How about this? Or maybe L has. Maybe L piggybacks onto Will and she dies in the like. Some there's something. It's going to be some some choice that has to be made between like Will and Eleven. I think it's Will who's going to end up dying. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so I'll, I'll I'll borrow a piece of yours and then here's here's the prediction. We'll say that Vecna. Is pretty like L kills Vecna, but Vecna attaches to Will's mind, and so Oof. that now Will's the host, and so that so now like you said they have to kill they have Will, to kill Will, oh, but yeah. they can't do it because it's Will, and so L has to make the choice to sacrifice herself and stay in the upside down so that no more portals can be opened. So she stays in the upside down perpetually for the rest of time fighting will <laughs> to make sure that there's no more portals that are open and that okay. Hawkins can go back. All right. That's good. I like that. Great. Um, yeah, you should, you should pitch that to the Duffer cause they're doing a spinoff like with fresh characters apparently. Um, How? I don't know. <laughs> In the same universe. It's going to be the same universe. I don't know what they don't. They said it's going to be a, a completely different plot. Maybe, maybe it'll, maybe it'll, maybe it'll be all upside about the upside downs in like uh, Manesson, Pennsylvania. Well, no, it may, maybe it'll be a spinoff about the upside down being created. I don't know. Um, but maybe that's a good idea for them. But yeah, they're they're doing some. They're doing another show of uh, like another Stranger Things show, or maybe it'll be another different, different, different like freaky dimension storyline thing. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of spinoffs, Monday night, the final six episodes begins. Better call Saul. Okay. I'm pumped. We ended with um, Howard getting blasted in the head, right? By Lalo. Um, we, had, we had the great Photoshop of me and you. So good. My my, We already kind of went over how we think this ends. I will say my bold prediction, not bold prediction, my prediction for this first episode, I think they wrap up, I think I think the Lalo storyline ends in the very first episode. I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna die in the, um, in the lab. And like in the concrete? Yes. But I, I think I don't think we waited. Is that what I said? I think we've both floated that around. We both, both kind of kicked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think he, I think he dies right away, and they wrap that storyline up, and the descent of the relationship between Kim and Jimmy hits at some point in the first episode, and they wrap up Jimmy McGill's story by episode nine, or yeah, so by the second episode, and the last four will be. Uh, Gene, Gene Tekovich. Gene Tekovich. All coming I want back. is Gene Tekovich. They've done a lot. They've been doing a lot of like thirty-second teasers. Not even maybe like 13, 13 to fifteen-second teasers on AMC. And I've been watching. You know, they do all the marathons over Fourth of July, the Rockies, Indiana Joneses. So I've had AMC on a bunch, and so they've done like random little like teaser commercials, and uh, they've done it. They've done. They've done two or three that I assume is in the present day. They're all in black and white. 
So they're they're just flirting that there's gonna that it's all gonna be about Gene in these last few episodes. So I, I, I think that that's actually gonna happen, and they're gonna again they're gonna they're gonna kill Lalo and wrap all the Breaking Bad pre Breaking Brad stuff up here early, and just focus on Gene Tekovich. Okay. But apparently they recasted what the. Was, the what, what was? Uh, what I was gonna say. What was my prediction for um, for Kim? That, uh, that, that she, one of her she, one of her pro takes on yeah, yeah one pro of what she's and... gonna yeah she's gonna die in like the crossfires of one of her pro bono cases yeah yeah yep. which I like again I I I actually love that story I love that storyline and except I would just have like the actual pro bono person killer gotcha um but yeah, I do think she, I think she I think I said I I think she survives throughout the end what did I say I think I said that Gene. Gene turns himself in and has one last like hurrah Saul Goodman and she ends up coming to help def- to help defend him. Oh, that would be cool. And that's how I think that's how the story comes to its epic conclusion. I'm pumped, man. Oh, oh. Too bad, too bad, too bad. It's not on Netflix and they all just come out together. Such yeah, a good, so- such a once it's once it's over and we have time to digest, we'll do a break. We're gonna do a Breaking Bad versus Better Call Saul. Okay. Um. All right. What else? Uh, you started watching a new show. I started watching The Offer on Paramount Plus. Thanks for the login information, by the way. Um, it's the it's the story about how The Godfather got made. Uh, oh, it's really? I, th- I yeah I think it's a I, I don't think it's I think it's just one season. It's ten episodes, so it's not a what do they call that the a mini series? Yeah. That what it is? Um, so it's about the producer, the um the guy who ran Paramount and the the two writers so the guy who wrote the book um i think it's mario puzza posa pusa whatever it's called and uh coppola and it's like it's like just this elaborate story of all these obstacles that got in the way of trying to make the movie um i which i never knew any of this so i I don't know how much of this is like i don't know i don't know how much of this is like fiction like you know the winning time lakers show or whatever yeah right um but it seems pretty authentic I'll, i'll google it when i'm done but uh, Miles Teller, who I bought stock in years ago uh, after Whiplash, thought he'd take off. Almost have sold it all. Him being a, him being from Philadelphia and being a Phillies fan is the only reason I have even a little bit of uh, real estate on that island. He plays the producer. He's really good in it. Um, the guy, <laughs> the guy from The Walking Dead that came with the new crew that plays the instruments, like the heavy set guy. Yeah, yeah. He he plays Fra- uh, Francis Ford Coppola. He's excellent. Oh, I love boy. him. I really enjoy that actor. Uh, and um, I forget the guy. Other actor. Oh, the other another really well known actor plays uh, like a mafia type uh, Italian American union leader in it. That's really good. I. It's like something red. The guy, did you see? Did you watch Sneaky Pete on Amazon? I did not. Oh, that's good. The guy, the main character uh, in that, the guy who plays him, plays in there. But good cast. Like even the guy, even the people they have playing the actors. Like the guy they got playing Al Pacino is like a dead ringer for young Al Pacino. It's amazing. Wow. Um, Robert Redford. Like it's, I like that kind of stuff. So and again, Teller has been really good. I'm three. I'm three episodes in. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop if you're like binging something currently. I wouldn't stop to like go over it. it's not like peaky blinders i'd be like stop what you're watching and watch this immediately um but i'll finish it out and i think again unless it just gets too repetitive uh i think it'll be good so and then you're watching cool. a show right I, yeah i started uh the old man with jeff bridges which 
there's three episodes out. It's on FX. Um, basically, he's this retired, some kind of special ops guy. Um, and he was in Afghanistan the first time around when the Russians were there. And John Lithgow, yeah, yeah, John Lithgow is uh, um, basically, I guess they, as it turns out, they work together in Afghanistan, but uh, Bridges always did his own thing, and Lithgow just kind of had to, like, make the best of it and go along with it, and then... Apparently, Bridges was supposed to be dead, and Lithgow's like, I can't believe he's alive, and Lithgow's like, hey, I'm kind of circumventing the rules, like, just go away again, and, like, like let's just go on, like, we're both in our 60s now, or, or maybe older, I don't know, like, let's just kind of, like, go away quietly, we're too old for this, the game has changed, and Bridges is just like, yeah, that's not happening, and so, um, it's a, it's a man, I guess... Bridges' old contact in Afghanistan has basically made... It sounds like he's made a deal or a demand of the U.S. government. Like, yeah, I, I need this guy back now. And so, like, the U.S. government is after Jeff Bridges. And he's just, like, an old, grizzled badass. Um, so is this basically Jason Bourne in like thirty years? Like when uh, Matt Damon. If, if Jason like, Bourne went away for thirty years. Well, I was gonna say when Matt when Matt Damon like needs money when he's sixty five. Yes, like is yes, this what is this what's yes, gonna happen? Okay. Yes. Yes. yes <laughs> this is over. This is what we're gonna get. Like me and yes. you. Me and you are gonna be like two grumpy old men still recording this podcast and be like, "Fuck, Matt Damon's doing another Bourne movie." Yes. Yeah. So if okay. Jason Bourne went away for like thirty five years. And then all of a sudden, like, like somebody from Treadstone, like, needed him and was yeah. like, yeah, like, you're, you're getting your ass back in here. Gotcha. Okay. Like, and then he, he just, like, started fighting everyone. And that's, um, sorry, that's on FX, right? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, Jeff Bridges is one of my favorite actors. Um, like, I, I think Goff uh, actually proposed a game for us to play on the pod, like, if you could only watch movies from like one or two actors, like who would they be? And one of my answers was like Jeff Bridges, and they were like, "How could you pick it?" Because after Lebowski, but Jeff Bridges has tons of movies that I just absolutely adore. And yeah. now you're gonna throw this this in there in the mix, and I'm just like, okay, like he he. I mean, he's he's amazing. Oh, and Drew, he has two dogs that are like his, oh, nice. his faithful sidekicks that you you'll love. So. I, I um, wonder. Like I, I said, wonder, there's three episodes out. I, I just watched the first one. I'm, I'm. I just started the second one. So I wonder uh, if by so default far I recommend it. I'd probably have to pick Stallone by default. You would. I like. Hey, he's got. I shouldn't short. I shouldn't shortchange them though. Like Rocky's not all he ever did that was good. Like Rambo's tremendous. Love Rambo. Um, I mean Assassins with Antonio Banderas was fantastic. Obviously. What was the one with the arm wrestling? Oh, over the top! Hell yeah, demo. People hate on Demolition Man. I love that fucking movie. <laughs> Wesley Snipes trying to be like a fake Dennis Rodman. Did you see? You saw that movie, right? Nah. Ah, oh, dude, it's so good. You, that's that's. We gotta go. But we gotta start doing the weekly assignments where we gotta each where we each pick a movie. We can't do. We, I, I'm telling you, I will be exposed. Once once all this once all this content starts to slow down, and it will. Like I think once we get to the once we get to football season, I think a lot of the shows we talk about are like gonna be done and there's yeah. gonna be like a big lull. Yeah. Um 
we'll go back to picking like random movies you have to watch. Like you, I, I, I just got to get you to watch Wolf of Wall Street just to get your reaction to the okay. absurd, like the uh, the obsceneness of that movie. I just I knowing you, I just I think you'll hate it and just be like, what am I watching? Or you're gonna be complete 180 and just be like, this is the greatest funniest movie I've ever seen, and gotcha. just quote it for the rest of our our days. It's gonna be fun, right. but we should do that. We'll, yeah, well, once we run out of stuff, we'll we'll do that too. Two actors. Okay. We're getting huh. there. We're getting close. Who Gove pit? Did he give us two people? No, I don't know. It was just something we threw out. This was. We might have to bring him on for that. It's probably like a year ago that he threw this out. Honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Who would anyway. he? Who he? Who would he pick? Chevy Chase, probably right. I don't know. He's a he's a closet Chevy fan. Probably, probably Gina Davis. <sighs> Bad tooth to gum ratio. Um. All right, let's wrap this up. You ready? Always. Good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talking about anything that makes you get loud <laughs>